go find a good guy go find a nice guy they're out there i promise um i haven't found them yet but i have faith <laughs> they're coming they're gonna come out they're out there the, somewhere because i've seen bitches get married like all the time like even in quarantine i've seen bitches get proposed to so they out there they may be part of the simulation uh, and be non-playable characters but we never know we'll, we'll find them i promise <laughs> join me on this quest <laughs> <laughs> let's get our treasure map <laughs> Hey there, gals. Hey there, gals. And welcome back to another episode of The Gals Guide. Welcome back. I'm Hannah. And I'm Emily. And I have a update for you all on the 30-year-old musician. So if you recall, a couple weeks back, I mentioned that he had recently followed me again on Instagram, which Mm -hmm. for one was completely random and weird. And because I was like, it had literally like been a year since we spoke. I hadn't spoke to him since probably like last like October, November or something like that. Like when we broke up. Yeah. And then he like unfollowed me. And so then now he's followed me again on Instagram. And this week, literally Sunday night, right before our episode went live, he messaged me on Instagram, basically Yikes. like apologizing for how he things ended and how he treated me he's like i knew you were cool then and like you know you had a lot going for you and like i was just in a really dark place and like i just felt like i would have held you back and like all these things and i'm like "Uh uh-huh yeah well we wouldn't have worked out anyway so it's like totally fine appreciate the apology though and he was just like yeah i mean you're probably right (laughs) you just just shut it down i was like no I literally sent the screenshot to you and to, like, some of our friends that, like, knew him. And I was like, look at this. They were like, oh, my God. But, like, I told you mm-hmm. when we broke up, I was like, 10 bucks, give it some time. Homeboy's going to come crawling back. Oh, 100%. Yeah. Like, I was so out of his league. Yes. Like, I yes. knew that he was going to come coming back for that. So, you know sucks to suck and you know we love to see it though (laughs) that is so that's so funny oh my gosh so what has been going on with you though nothing okay (laughs) we're still the same but we're quarantined literally nothing but the fact that's the highlight of my week um oh there's another thing too Okay. okay um the doctor has an Instagram now. Okay. So while we were dating, he never had an Instagram. Yeah. And I have made it my life's work to block him on every social media platform just because he doesn't remember faces. So therefore, I don't re- want to remember his face either. Um <laughs> I just want to block him from all my existence, really, and just continue to live in my invisibility cloak. And... I, like, go on my Instagram, and this is proof that Instagram is listening to your shit, because when I went to go, like, follow this random new girl, like, this random, like, influencer or whatever, I, like, was seeing, like, who else followed her, like, my mutuals, like, oh, like, like you followed her and stuff like that, I was like, oh, cool, and then, like, underneath that, it says, like, suggested for you, so, like, people, like, who probably either follow you or you're in their contacts, mm-hmm. things like that. He's the first person to pop up. Yikes. Like, we had no mutual friends at the yeah. time. Nothing. I'm like, it, I, I don't have his number. He's blocked on every social media platform. So I'm like, how do you know 
who this motherfucker is. Yeah. Like, how did Instagram know? And I, so I don't know if he still has my number or he's been creeping on my Instagram. So Instagram's like, oh, well, maybe they know each other. I don't fucking know. Yeah. So I thought that was super bizarre. And did I block him on Instagram? No, because, I mean, if he wants to, if he wants to take a sneak peek, he, he is more than welcome to take a sneak peek. Do what you will, because another person who I was way out of their league for. So... Mm-hmm. <laughs> Yeah. Oh my gosh, that's crazy. I hate that like suggestion suggested yeah. thing on like Facebook and Instagram. I'm like, I don't want these people to be like finding me. <laughs> exactly. Especially on TikTok. Like, please. I hate that TikTok does that because if you like are just like in another person's contacts, like mm-hmm. you will show up on their um for you page. And I'm like, Oh, I didn't know that. Uh-huh. That's uh-huh. Interesting. Uh-huh. Okay. That makes sense. Yeah. So, like, everybody from college, like, you don't talk to anymore. You've been wondering, like, why you've been seeing their mm-hmm. videos. That is why. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Huh. There's just, yeah. So, um, if you've seen me on your For You page and we went to college together, or please block me. Just unfriend <laughs> me. Unfollow We're good. me. Do all of the things. Yeah. I got some beef with TikTok. Why? None of my talks are doing, is that what they're called? TikToks? <laughs> no, none of my talks. Oh, my God. <laughs> You've heard it here first, folks. None of my talks are doing well. I, I, I try to help you. I don't, I don't know what to do. I don't know either, my dude. I think it's, I mean, I would say it's because it's all music, but I don't, I don't know. Maybe. Yeah. I guess I need to like throw in some like, um, trending like sounds, like do like, do like some singing and then do some funny things or whatever. I mean, yeah. Like you asked me the other day, how do you always know about like the trending topics? Like on you, TikTok. she was like. I'm TikTok elite. And I was like, oh, is that like a platform? Like, how do I get onto that? <laughs> I was like, do you have to have a certain amount of followers? Like, what's that? And she's like, no, no, no. I'm just like on that side of TikTok. I was like, there's oh, awesome things. TikTok cool. has multiple sides. I'm very thankful that I'm not on straight TikTok because that's where all the cringy dance videos and like yeah, Charlie D'Amelio I'm not lives. on that anymore. No, 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 no. Like, I'm on the like trippy, like, I'm on the like trippy tarot reading. And the, like, I'm on witch talk. I am on I'm witch on talk. I'm on witch talk a little bit. And then I'm also on like couple talk i guess that's a thing I'm a on, lot of couples i'm on narcissist talk. Yeah, like, you're over there you're over like, there i'm like on psychology uh-huh. like therapy yeah, talk i've got some like animals coming in some babies oh i'm definitely on dog definitely talk definitely have yeah definitely have babies stuff i mean in there. i feel like i'm i'm on theater talk i'm on, i'm definitely on hamilton talk for you sure I, I, I live i've made a permanent residence and hamilton talk <laughs> <laughs> like, i get a lot of musicians probably because i'm trying to find all the trends so yeah fair enough i mean but, i do follow some musicians like i follow that abigail barlow is that oh my gosh she's so oh my gosh that's gonna be my captivation of the week it's her we'll just slide right into that um (laughs) her she released her like ep abigail ep it's called abigail it's so good um the she does a she has one ballad on it which i thought was really cool but it's with um i do not know how to pronounce the name oisin oisin your guess is as good as mine oh my gosh it's beautiful but um yeah i just think she is so cool like she's an independent artist Mm -hmm. who has made her way to the itunes like charts i mean like her song heartbreak hotel like premiered like how early like a blood number Yeah. yeah she has over two million streams on her ep dang yeah I'm just like, okay. In awe. But her song Trust Issues, which is so funny. Like, I don't have any <laughs> relationship problems. Literally. And I'm like over here, like, covering Heartbreak she's like Hotel. Over, <laughs> she was over here singing, like, I don't got a boyfriend. boyfriend. 
I was like, bitch, you like in a happy, healthy, thriving relationship. Yeah, and her song Trust Issues is such a bop. Like, I was like r- walking around my house, like singing Trust Issues, and I was like, I don't have Trust Issues, but I really like this song. Like, it's so catchy. But I, it was just cool to like see someone who like only promoted their music on Instagram and TikTok. Like, absolutely. And like, and I like her because she, like, songwriting is her thing. Like, she yeah. posts a lot of her music. She hypes herself up. She loves her music. And I think that's the coolest thing about it is like, you don't, I mean, you see artists who like really do like love their music, but like she just is like, yes, like queen, like about herself. And I, mm-hmm. and I just really like her attitude towards like writing music and releasing music and like supporting other musicians yeah. and like just doing it by herself. I mean, I know she wrote a song with Megan Trainer before like quarantine and everything. So she kind of like had, she's written a lot of music, yeah. but like she, it was just so cool to like watch her grow like that and like overnight to mm-hmm. like she has no label behind her yeah. and I just think that's so wild. I mean like she did I think like the like you said like the catch like especially with Heartbreak Hotel like when that song came out like like the first couple of like the first verse is just so catchy and like it's so relatable and it's so female empowering especially like for single women it's so empowering to not like have to think about like relationships being like the center focus and it's just like no like having a boyfriend is full time employment sometimes mm-hmm. and like trust me I'd be bopping out to it like I love it I literally I'm am too it. and I'm like <laughs> I mean you see how much like I feel like it's so interesting I have watched so many videos about how TikTok has influenced the music industry. I mean, you think about sounds like Roxanne that like have been out and then like they weren't like pulling in any listens or anything like that on Spotify and then they premiered on TikTok. Like people you started using on TikTok and it just skyrocketed out of nowhere. I mean, you see yeah. how big Doja Cat got. Yeah. Miley the- Cyrus literally tweeted, y'all are streaming the wrong song because <laughs> when I look at you is like, like, you know, a about huge her influx in streams when she just released like this new song. Yeah. She's like y'all are streaming the one wrong one and now seven things is back so like it's just so funny to me how like a trend can like make somebody's streams go up from songs that they released like 10 years ago yeah like i mean like i knew um i didn't really know of doja cat before mm -mm. tiktok but even though she had put out music before yeah and now just like hearing like her like every single song like on her latest album is like a trending song on tiktok like i've heard every single one of them yeah. basically and so i mean i i love i love her music and i think it was really cool especially with um say so that song I like she song. included the girl who made the dance on tiktok she included her in her music video and That's like they so did the tiktok cool. dance in her music video which i thought yeah. was so cool yeah just to have like people like i mean like you have like this whole group of creative people who were just like helping you establish like your music even more and they're like they're adding more to it which i think is great yeah and I, we were talking about this earlier not to go on like I such mean, a fucking tangent Beyonce knows I about know. tiktok with the savage remix yeah i know and like not to go on a tangent on tiktok but like we were talking earlier about like how it's such a cool platform because like while instagram is like a highlight reel tiktok is like a place where like creativity comes from like all different kinds of oh, things like even the stupid diary. trend where they're like covered in blankets and they're like wiggling back and forth to that one sound like it's just so funny and it's so entertaining and like it's just like such a cool place and i don't like how instagram's trying to do reels and oh I no have they my beef fully, with that the day they launched reels i literally think they thought that tiktok was gonna be shut down that day yeah. before so they were like perfect time for us like, to jump on this i am so annoyed Instagram when i just scroll steals. through my feed and it's all videos like i need my pictures like i go to tiktok yeah. for videos i go to instagram for photos I go to instagram for photos like yeah. i don't want there to i mean it's okay to have like a what are they called 
like where the, the IGTV. Good, yeah, yeah. Like yeah. that's fine, whatever. But, but like, I mean, like, look at it. Like Instagram had only all they do. I mean, after especially after the owners sold it to Facebook, all Facebook knows how to do is just steal. I mean, they stole their entire platform. If you just, oh my god, just get me on the we fucking just Facebook. Go on a whole thing about because how much one, we don't like Facebook. <laughs> I will say, The Social Network, an amazing movie, one of my favorites actually. Yeah, it's because a really good one. David Fincher directed it. Aaron Sorkin wrote it. Like you have an amazing like duo right there. Like two of my favorite people in the entire world in the film industry. So that's one thing. But if you watch that film, you fucking will hate Mark Zuckerberg if you don't hate him already. Like I cannot stand the man. I think he's one an alien or a robot he's not real um he's not real i'm sorry (laughs) but it's fine he like just like he does not know human emotions he does not know how to admit them or understand them at all but like ever since facebook bought instagram all they've done is steal they stole the stories from snapchat and basically like oh yeah the reason snapchat like went under is because instagram stole them and then they did igtv which is basically like the vertical version of youtube Mm-hmm. and then like youtube and youtube's not suffering they're suffering a little bit but that's because their own personal dilemmas not because of instagram because i don't think i don't like igtv that much i, I don't, don't li- either don't like vertical videos i'm a filmmaker fuck that <laughs> only for tiktok yeah and then like tiktok and then they try to make reels i'm like can you come up with something fucking original no for once because if you look at snapchat stories like snapchat like all their stuff like they have the gifts they have the music they have all the same stuff that instagram stories does like they don't know how to be original. Like Mark Zuckerberg does not know how to be original. Mm-hmm. He made Facebook so he could rate girls at Harvard and he is the definition of when misogyny goes wrong. Like literally. So Which misogyny in general is wrong, but like it's just a definite I I digress. <laughs> What's your captivation of the week? <laughs> Seeing as we went on a TikTok tangent again, we I, I promise we do other things than just like scroll through TikTok, but lately I mean, not really. Right now we don't really have much to do. Like I mean, you know, it's fine. I don't know the last time I turned on my television, like for real. I know. I'm. Tr- I've been trying to finish Queen of the South, and I just keep like. Well, so, like I watch Netflix, but I don't have it on oh, my TV. I have it on my TV. I have not turned on Netflix in so long. I don't have my TV. I do have a desktop Mac, so I am. It's basically a TV. Yeah, you can position that. Yeah, and I so that's why I want Netflix on. But like, I haven't watched cable, and God knows when. Yeah, no. Yeah, no. Um, but my captivation for the week. <laughs> so. <laughs> This is like so random if you don't know me, but I have, I think for like how long has it been like the past two weeks? I feel like, yeah, like, I don't know what started it. You said something and then I sent you JC and Chelsea's podcast about it. Yeah. Cause I was like, you need to just listen to this. I don't know what started it. I don't know either. I have always, I have fairly large lips. I will say that. Yeah. Especially my bottom lip. But I, I've been obsessed. My captivation has been lip injections and Botox and under eye fillers. Uh, my mom is friends with um, uh, some women who get plastic surgery. She's friends with somebody who works as a plastic surgeon. Regardless, um, I've been wanting bigger lips. I've been wanting some under eye fillers. I've been wanting to get Botox. I've been seeing these girls on TikTok, you know, getting all this stuff. And I'm like, I, God, I see what you do for other people. Can you do the same for me for once? And so, like, if you are a dermatologist or a plastic surgeon or anybody connected to the associated um, and you can give me that, if you want to, slide in my DMs, send us an email, hello at thegalsguypod.com. Like, we will gladly accept any formal invitations and formal, like, your girl just wants to get some bigger lips. Just not not too much. Not obnoxiously. Like, linen 
Stella's we lips. We were talking about Lynn and Stella. I just love her lips. Oh my god, they're perfect. Yeah. Um, I just love her. And then, you know, I just want to get, like, a little bit under eye filler. Um, And then I want to get, like, a little bit, like, I am, like, I am all for plastic surgery, man. Like, I, if you are, if you don't, if you are against plastic surgery, that's you and your business. You're not about to come on here and, like, ruin my vibe. Like, if there's something about your body that you don't like, and you know that that's the way you can fix it, and then you'll be 100% happy with yourself and confident, then fucking do it. Like, yeah. whatever it makes it happy. Don't do it for somebody else. Do it for you. If that's what's going to make you happy, then fucking do it. I don't give a damn. Um... And that's what's going to make me happy is if I get a lash tint, lash lift, um, get some a black um, a brow lamination. Uh, I've just been so like into self care and you like explain the care. brow lamination to okay. me because I'm a little confused. So like, like it's your brow hairs. Yes. Okay. Okay. So like it's the same exact like kind of stuff they do for like a lash lift okay. where they are just combing the brow hairs up. So like someone like me, where because you are blessed with thick brows, like yeah. Regardless, yeah. You over here looking like Kai we Gerber. T- we were talking about how I was like totally not in style in the '90s with my big bushy brows because everyone had thin brows. Yeah. <laughs> so I have like a medium. I guess I have medium brows. Yeah. They're not too thin. Yeah. No. But I don't like my brow hairs always fall down. Like okay. they don't ever stay up. Uh-huh. But when I comb them up, like right when I'm like filling them in and everything like that, they're perfect. They look fuller. Mm-hmm. So that's what it basically is. It's just okay. like. Permanently like lifting the brow hairs so that gotcha. it looks fuller and everything. And it looks like you have more brow hairs than you actually kind of do, really. Yeah. And then they'll do, like, a nice little tint to it. Um, So I haven't made, like, the, like, commitment commitment to do it yet just because I don't know how I'm going to love it. I can't decide it. I, yeah. I know I want a lash lift and tint because I, lash, I would love to get lash extensions, but they're too high maintenance for me. Like, I ain't trying yeah. to go, like, every I mean, two I weeks. I got a lash in. lift and tint, and I loved it. Yeah. And it lasted long, a little bit longer than they said it would, so yeah. and I'd I have, recommend it. I have blonde eyelashes, so when I don't have makeup yeah, on... you need the tint. Yeah. I when didn't. I don't have makeup on, <laughs> I, you can't see my lashes. Yeah. Um, I have very long lashes, though, mm-hmm. so, like, I don't really need the extensions. But the brow lamination, like, it will kind of, like, just make your hairs look like look like you have more brow hairs instead of like getting microbladed it doesn't last as long um and i just like the way it looks yeah um, it looks it looks very like clean and nice yeah i just don't i'm just like trying to find somebody who has like a good like brow tint that matches like my red hair that's not too dark because i don't like my brows too dark i want to be able to match like my redness yeah so cool yeah awesome i've all been into like my self-care like my self-love like you love self-care on doing this everything like i got my like hair done recently i got a haircut i got my nails done i got a manicure pedicure i went and got waxed i did all the things i know and you i'm just really, like you really i'm have. thriving i'm about to go put some self-tanner on tonight maybe Heck like we yeah. might just be like up we just upgrading that's all we doing over here yeah. i need y'all's help though real quick um should i get layers in my hair yes. let me know yes like yes. long layers yes. this to bitch, the How face. long is your hair? It's like 20 inches. <laughs> I don't know. It's like 20 inches. Like this it's girl like, looks like she has extensions yeah. and it's her natural hair. Yeah. It's all the way down to her ass. Um, <laughs> not quite, but like if close. If it's straight. If, I have not straightened in a while. If it's straight. But like long layer, really you don't long have any layers. layers. Like you need them. I need layers. I feel like them. to like help frame my face. So all the hairstylists, all the hairstylists, please let, sign like, the DMs. Let me know. Well, I have to go to mine because I've been going to her. No, I'm just saying, like, give us her advice. Should I I do it? Yes. Yes or no? She's been, every time, she's like, want to do layers? Yes. Want to do layers? And I'm like, no. Well, you you complain about the volume in the frizz all the time. And you have a lot, you have a ton of hair. Yes. And if you add layers in, it'll take some weight off of that. Okay. I think you've convinced me, but like, 
I'm I just promise call you. Her and be like, you Yo. don't do. I'm all over here like, mm, let's do something different. Like, I got me some Bardo bangs, also like curtain bangs. Like, you don't have to go like full on like how I have it, but you'll get some yeah. face framing layers in there. They'll be nice, and like just do it. Okay. Like, it, I'm gonna call her tomorrow. You don't ever change your hair. You don't ever. I never do. And she every time she's like, let's get let's do some layers, and I'm like, I'm scared. <laughs> don't be. Don't I know be. it grows. My hair grows so fast. So I mean, you could be a risk taker and just go straight up platinum. Let's look, look, look. <laughs> Y'all, me with platinum hair. That would be hilarious. <laughs> my boyfriend would actually fall over and die. He loves my brown hair. I don't know. I think I, he would die. Literally, like you almost got cast as Belle and Beauty the Beast purely because of your hair. I mean, yes. <laughs> I had someone was like, Can you we have Disney Princess hair. hair. You have like, Disney yes. Princess hair. I do. Yes. I love my hair. It's probably my favorite feature. So, anyways. Beauty. We love it. We love beauty. <laughs> we love it. But we want to do a couple of housekeeping things really quickly um, before we dive into today's episode. So make sure you guys are following us on our Instagrams. Mine is Emily Elise and Hannah's is Hannah Nicole Adams. And then we have our podcast Instagram, which is the Gals Guy Pod. Make sure you're also following us on the TikTok since mm-hmm. we are on here talking about nonstop. Mine's Emily.Elise. And for those of you that don't know how to spell Elise, it's A-L-E-E-C-E. Um, it will be in the show notes if you do not know. And mine is Hannah N. Adams because my other name was taken. So it's fine. It's fine. It's fine. Oh, Just- and um, subscribe to our podcast, rate, review, text us to a friend if you think they would like us. Yeah. Oh, my God. Like, yeah. share, share our podcast wherever you think people. Have a listening party. Yeah. Like, like start a, like a podcast listening club we instead like, of a book club. We <laughs> love pod- I mean, I do that. I'll, like, send, you, like, send me other oh, people's yeah. podcasts all the time. Like, we, you just sent me the Girls Gotta Eat one, which yeah. I loved. Yeah, they were talking about auras and everything like that, which we would love. Like, trust me, I would love to Ugh. have her on the podcast. We should try. Let's yeah. do it. So, for today's episode, we are talking about something that I feel like we both have experienced in the dating realm, and mm-hmm. that is Opposites. Yes. Do I, they attract? Every, everybody always <laughs> says, like, oh, opposites attract. Bitch, I'm not a fucking magnet. <laughs> <laughs> like, I never thought about it like that. <laughs> like, I don't like guys who are like, I'm a babe magnet. You Like, I'm repelling away from that. <laughs> no. <off. laughs> but I feel like everybody always says, and I, I've kind of touched on this literally in last week's episode with Chelsea, uh-huh. that I had friends who were like, you need to date somebody who's opposite of you. Like, you need a financier. And I'm like... That's like the exact opposite of me. That's like dating yeah. like the bee and the bee movie. Like yeah. I, <laughs> I hate bees. That would literally be like, <laughs> yeah, yeah. No, like it just doesn't make sense to. Well, in my opinion, it doesn't make sense to date someone so completely opposite yeah. of you. But. Yeah, but I think there's a lot of different things that when people say like opposites, like it's smaller things. Like for example, I know when I was in high school, my first boyfriend was incredibly shy like had the worst social anxiety i've ever seen in my life i said like i remember i said oh i like shy guys because nick jonas said he was shy and that was my reason for literally anything nick jonas said i was like i love him oh my god like oh my god like we need to raise awareness for diabetes Like, where do I get a purity ring? Like, <laughs> you remember that low key though. Like, I literally wore a purity ring because the Jonas Brothers wore pur- purity rings. I literally like was crying at their concert when Nick was singing a little bit longer. Like, bitch, act like he was dying. <laughs> well, we didn't know that much about diabetes back then, and it's still terrible. But like, I'll never forget though. We're gonna go a quick side tangent really quickly. Um, Again, when we went. To- <laughs> so like, here's a little like our here's our past with diabetes. <laughs> 
so there's a girl who listens to this podcast when yes. we were in high school we were in a sleepover at like one of our friends houses oh my gosh. and like she had diabetes and her diabetes pump failed and like was out of batteries yeah and we thought she was gonna die so we were calling yeah. up to our friend's brother like you need to bring batteries like she's gonna die she's like i might just get sick like yeah i might just die. need to like get some something to eat yeah i know nick jonas falsely informed everybody about diabetes we all yeah. thought it was a death sentence so you know that's my tangent on diabetes for today yes yes <laughs> But Nick Jonas did influence a lot of my dating choices in high school. So, um, yeah, I thought I liked shy guys. And I, in fact, do not. Um, If you are shy, if you cannot hold a conversation, I do not like you. Um, I don't really think you could ever probably see me with somebody who's shy because I would just, like, take over everything. Yeah, you don't enjoy, like, always having to be the person to drive the conversation. Like you, Like, you, I remember you told me you went on on a date with somebody and, like, you felt like you were literally driving the entire conversation and they just weren't, like, giving you anything, really. Mm -hmm. And, like, that's just not fun. It's exhausting. Yeah. And, like, I know I am loud. I know that I am very, like, out there in your face kind of thing. And so I like when somebody can match that energy and i feel like i'm not exhausted and therefore i can take like the backseat i don't have to be the like the talker leading the conversation because i know i talk a lot like hello i have a podcast yeah yeah (laughs) but like i like being able to like take the backseat not be the talkative one and let them kind of lead every now and then and so ever since him like i was like i'm never dating a shy guy like ever again like he cried before we went into prom why because he was so nervous to be around that many people oh oh i forgot he did not he would not dance at all and i but yeah i was not allowed to leave his side and go dance with my friends yeah he had some other issues going on too yeah Mm -hmm. it was (laughs) oh my god i will never that was that's why the senior year like i went to the prom like by myself like i was like i went with a group like with all the friends and everything um and i was like i'm just like i'd rather go with like just my friends and have a date and have to be like attached to the hip because like this is not fun yeah kind of thing like i guess like going off of that like i feel like dating people opposite of you could like be a good or bad thing in the sense that like it can kind of show you like what you do want and what you don't want it can, like give you opportunities to be like oh well like maybe i don't know like i don't know i've never really dated a shy guy like let's see how it goes and then you can in that moment be like yeah this is not for me or you like oh wait like, i could actually be open to this so absolutely i mean i will say for example like when my friends were like oh you should date like a financier i was like well i dated a doctor and we saw how that worked out <laughs> yeah we went from like a creative field to like a medical field and like oh, yeah. I think we're good like like i, I was appreciative that like he, I mean, when we first met that night, we first met, he was like, um, you see, he's like, I love that you're like super artistic and creative like that. I love that and people and everything like that. And I was like, I actually like have interest in medicine, mm-hmm. like low key. I like science. So, yeah. Like, and I think arts and science can kind of go hand in hand yeah. sometimes with that um, sort of stuff. So I was just like, you know, let's have it go at it. And he was appreciative of the arts. And that's really all sometimes I ask for is just somebody who is appreciative mm-hmm. of the arts and will support me and my arts and like not belittle me for that kind of thing. Cause I had yeah. dated, I dated the drummer that we always forget about. The um, drummer. <laughs> he was a computer engineer. Yeah. And so like, just straight up like engineer he was a drummer but yet like looked down the fact that i was like a creative person i was just like how like how can you look down on me like i'll never forget like when we were hanging out one time he's like like, what's your biggest life goal and i said to get an oscar or an emmy or my name on walk of fame like those top three and he was just like 
That's, I mean, that's a little ambitious, don't you think? I would have walked my ass out. I was like, excuse out. me? I was like, you're a musician. Like, you don't want a Grammy? He's like, well, he's, no, he said, he's like, he's like, that's like me saying, like, I want a Billboard Music Award. Like, I'm um, like, hello, yes. Yeah, like, absolutely. what musician? Like, if your goals don't scare you, then they're not big enough, sweetheart. Like, yeah. what creative, you ask any creative person, ask any filmmaker what they want, Oscar, Emmy, what, either one of those, because Emmy's like number one for t- TV. Yeah. Um, like you ask anybody, those two. Ask any like Broadway actor, a Tony, any like an Oscar, any recognition of that, just yeah. to like show that like I all am of my amongst, hard work. Yeah, yeah, I'm amongst some of the greatest creative people mm-hmm. in the world. Like it's just it's a trophy, but yeah, like it shows that like I put in all this work to yeah. get to where I am. I am great, and I will be remembered forever. And just like I fear oblivion, so like yeah, yeah. To <laughs> me, it sounds like he one truly wasn't a musician because if. If no. you know any musician, you know that that's like in goal, not in yeah. goal, but like a goal, a huge goal. Yeah. And like, or he just like really doesn't know himself and like yeah. what he wants. Yeah. I'm like, do I like deem having an Oscar as like my only way of having happiness? No. No. Yeah. But like, if I'm out there like, you know, killing it and everything like that, like, what person doesn't want to have a reward yeah. like that and be recognized? Like, people who, like, are only, like, businesses and, like, small business people. Like, who doesn't want to have, like, a huge business that's taking off and, like, yeah. you, like, can open, like, say you have a store. You want you can now, like, open, like, five locations yeah. and, like, expand and, like, have this thing that's bigger than just you. Well, and if you don't have that, like far-fetching as he seems to think it was ambitious goal then like you're never going to like push yourself to get yeah. to the next level exactly to, get to that goal exactly. like if you have a very like i mean it's good to have like short-term goals but if you don't have a like huge long-term goal then like what there's nothing you're striving the, for yeah like what's the push to like get there yeah so. you're always gonna be stuck at the same playing field you're always gonna be in that mediocre playing field and you're never going to like level up or get any farther that's why i don't like a lot of positions that are kind of like well this is as far as i can go yeah like, you can't kind of go farther and like i mean for me like everybody's always asking me like what do i want to be showrunner television show like that's what i want to do and that's like a long field to go to mm-hmm. that's why i like people and i learned like from dating people like that like you said like you learn kind of like what you like in other people and like i like people who are super ambitious yeah and their dreams don't scare them so yeah, I just learned that I liked people who had big dreams and had the confidence to back it up. I mean, that's why I dated a doctor because that's a super ambitious dream that requires a lot of commitment in some aspects of your life. Apparently, not in all aspects. So, yeah, so pick and um, choose commitment. <laughs> yeah, there's that. There's that note. So I think that dating people who are opposite of you, like we said, like there's different things you can get from it. I mean, I think you can definitely get new experiences. You can try mm-hmm. something new all the time. And it's not always going to be the same routine in a way because, yeah. I mean, I, I personally, like, they always say, like, don't date yourself. Like, why would you want to date yourself? And I'm like, well, one, I'm obsessed with me. I so love me. I'm so, a Leo. Yeah. So, like, why obviously, <laughs> like, I'm fantastic. But, like, God, I would never date another Leo, though. My dad Ooh. is a Leo. We ain't doing that. Yeah. Like, we fight all you the time. You and your time. dad butt heads. Sometimes me and your mom are like, whoop. <laughs> <laughs> what's going on? Now, I will say, dating air signs, it's a whole new adventure. I highly recommend if you're not an air sign, date an air sign. You'll never be bored. That's for sure. What are the air signs? Aquarius. Which was the doctor. Yeah. Gemini okay. and Libra. Okay. And my son and my, I'm sorry, my moon and my rising are both in Libra. Okay. So like, that's why I kind of get along with air signs a little bit. I guess that's why I don't know them because I've never known anybody that's yeah. an air sign. So 
brief zodiac breakdown for yeah um technically leo and aquarius are exact opposites on the zodiac like Oh. on the um like the circle so you really dated your opposite like <laughs> truly truly, truly. Your opposite. so that's okay. why we always butted heads like mm-hmm. a lot Makes sense. but he was an air sign even though like you think aquarius is water but yeah yeah he was an air sign so like just free spirited and that's what he always said um you know just never could be tied down and just like a pose the man i feel like if you have to say you're free spirited you're not then free, you're spirit. not free no. spirited no honey he was not like a bird he you know no 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 no. <laughs> he was not like when nello Fatato said <laughs> but oh so yeah so like the air signs are like libra gemini and aquarius sun okay. is aries leo yeah. and sagittarius uh-huh. uh, earth is taurus virgo and capricorn and Why then i always go for the earth signs I don't These know, are the man. questions they that I ask you. myself. They ground they you. Oh my gosh. Um, <laughs> they're level headed, that's truly, but then some of them like are annoying, like Virgo men. I hate them. Um, and then your water signs are Pisces, Cancer, and Scorpio, which I like to say Scorpio is an honorable mention fire sign because they it's are chaotic energy. It's so chaotic. Like, especially Scorpio men, just full chaos, honestly. I know one Scorpio woman, nicest woman in the entire world. Yeah. She is a darling. But like Scorpio men, hmm. 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 There's a reason most serial killers have been Scorpio men. <laughs> Scorpio men, Virgo men, and Gemini men. I honestly. really we ha- okay. We have to do a zodiac. Honestly, if you guys have any episode. recommendations for people, yes, hit we us need up. To get someone, mm, we we want to do it. On. We want to do it. But so yeah, like if you want to do your opposite, like as far as zodiac, try it. It may be fun. You may want to kill yourself by the end of the relationship, though, mm. like I did. <laughs> you might that might be tainted for you that whole entire sign. <laughs> honestly. <laughs> But I did like learn that, you know, when it came to fighting, like with him, for example, we were opposites in that I'm a fire sign. So I was super hot headed Mm -hmm. and that I always just, you know, go in hot fire like that way. Whereas he was like, no, like I need logic. Your emotions are not working for me. Mm -hmm. And he would almost like he would never get loud in arguments and would almost like try to calm me down in a way where I was just like, Oh, like I realized like I'm yelling and like, mm-hmm. this is not healthy kind of thing. I mean, that whole relationship was toxic regardless, but that's the thing you also have to worry about, worry about too, is that opposites I feel like can tend to lead to toxic relationships sometimes because yeah, if you don't learn your other person. Yeah. And like, especially if you're dating somebody who is stubborn and not mm-hmm. willing to learn how opposite you are, I think that there's things that can just clash. Mm-hmm. Oh, I will say, like, I think another good, like, opposite, I guess, is somebody who is, you know, not similar to you in, like, the way they were brought up or, like, culture, for example. Like, the actor mm-hmm. is Latino. Yeah. So, fun fact for those of you that don't know that. Yeah. But, like, that is one thing that I found always interesting about him was because, I mean, he was from South America. So, I mean, one, he was fluent in Spanish. So, like... Hearing him talk about that the culture, hearing him talk in Spanish, all of it was attractive. So that's where that came in. I mean, I spoke French. I'm not like from France or anything, but like, yeah, we found that interesting. I'm somebody who I can cook. I don't love cooking because like I've only had to cook for one person usually. Like if I'm cooking for a lot of people, it's a lot more fun, I think. But I do like entertaining in that sense. He loved cooking. So those are those opposites kind of come in together a little mm-hmm. bit, I think. So I think finding things that are not like your opposite, but like you're like comparable mm-hmm. 
I think are great. Yeah. So it's not like completely a opposite of you. It's like to the side. Yeah, like to the side. Just a couple, just just a couple like bit step over. to the side real quick. <laughs> I think those are when it's, when it's great. When yeah. it's the exact opposite mm-hmm. of you, I don't think it's ever really going to work out in my opinion. I just think it's really hard when you yeah. like because in my experience when you date someone who is completely opposite of you, the only commonality is your relationship. Mm. So therefore you put all of your stock into your relationship and there's really like, you may be like, we'll try to support each other, but like you can tell you're just not interested in it. So have finding somebody who one either is interested in some of the things that you're interested in. It might not be their like full-time hobby or whatever, mm-hmm. but like for me, like my current boyfriend, like we both love music. Like I'm a musician and that's why I love music. And he loves music because of the stories that it tells and the feelings that he feels and all of that. And so we bond so heavily over music mm-hmm. and he creates beats sometimes and I write songs. And so we have that in common. Like both of our jobs have nothing to do with music. I mean, mine is questionable. Yours, um, yeah. <laughs> but like, does. like he's a science guy. He's an engineer yeah. and I'm a science, I'm a speech pathologist. So like we have that commonality yeah. where we both like science. And so like we're opposite in the sense of like, he's got an engineer brain and I have a helping per- people brain. And, yeah. But we still have that same bond over some of those things that we like. But my previous relationship, we had nothing in common. Mm-hmm. And I... And I felt myself putting a hundred percent into the relationship and like using that as my like, oh, well, like we love each other and like our relationship is where we have commonalities and like everything else in our life was completely opposite. And Mm -hmm. like it just after a while, like you can't rely on that a hundred percent. Like it just it just doesn't. In my opinion, it didn't work. Like yeah. it didn't work for me. Yeah. So I mean, like the only like personality trait I remember of him was just cars. <laughs> yeah. So, yeah. Like, basically, that's all I remember yeah. of him. So it's like it's hard. It's hard to go. Like you want it to work out, but like you can't force it to. Like if you just yeah. don't have anything in common, then like maybe they're not your person. I mean, I know so, so many people who got married young, and it, like their own only commonality was like. The fact that they met in high school, or something yeah, or like they that. went to the same college, or yeah. they were in the same friend group, or, or like I like I had a friend who literally like when she got divorced, she was just like, yeah, like I realized the only commonality me and my husband have was our religion, and that wasn't enough to base our whole relationship off yeah. of. And I was just like, no, like it's not. And like it sometimes it takes like you get you fall in love so quickly that like you're thinking like this is working, and then like you realize like, years later like. <laughs> And we have nothing in common. <laughs> like, mm-hmm. and I think you need commonality. Yeah. You need it. At least something. Yeah. Like, at least one thing. <laughs> one minor thing. <laughs> like, one minor thing. Like, I will say, like, me and the doctor, completely different lifestyles. And that's another thing, too. Like, I think lifestyles comes into play when you're talking about, like, relationship dynamics. And, like, is somebody's, like, interest, like, is it a whole lifestyle? Or is it, like, a just, like, a quirky little hobby obsession yeah, kind of thing? Yeah. It's, for me, like, film is such a lifestyle. Yeah. Like, I have to uproot my entire life to go pursue it. And the culture of it in the workplace is still very toxic where yeah. you are supposed to devote your entire life to it. There's not a healthy work-life balance. and Nothing has changed in that. People are changing it, but not enough yeah. to where I'm going to enter it and it's going to be changed overnight or anything like that. Right. It's going to take years for a lot of people to get out of that. Like, oh, we work like till like midnight kind of thing. Every night. Every day. And like <laughs> just the, the hustle and grind to it. Like that, that work-life balance is never going to be changed. So I, it's something that I've had to de- devote my entire life to. 
And with him, he was a doctor. An entire, like, lifestyle as well, too. Especially in medicine, where I think with that one, like, it when you're established you do get that balance same Mm -hmm. with film you get that balance and everything like that but it only comes when you're established when you're starting out you're not going to get that yeah so you learn what to compromise and that was something where we were like we're not compromising on our on our work life but we're also not compromising on anything else in our lives either so no one's making this work yeah and i always looked for somebody who was just in the same field as I am, like a musician or an artist, an actor, a filmmaker, because they understood my lifestyle. They knew what sacrifices I had to make. They And they were just more understanding to it. And more open to it, it seems like. Yeah. Like, a musician's not the same as a filmmaker, but, I mean, they have to go on tour. So they understand, like, hey, like, I'm not going to be, like, around, like, for a couple months. And it's like, I might have to go shoot a movie, like, in fucking New Zealand, and I won't be around for a couple months. Yeah. Like, you're understanding that, like, this is going to be a distance thing, and but it's going to take work at the same time, too, and you just have to find the right person to put work into it. Yeah, absolutely. And that's why I like dating actors as well. Same exact thing. And, I, I mean, I understand, like, where people come from, and they're like, oh, you should date somebody opposite of that, because they're like, you know, why would you want to date somebody that's so similar in that retrospect and like i always said like i always said like i just don't want to have to like it's someone said i was lazy because i didn't have to put in the work of having to explain my lifestyle and everything i'm like why would i want to put in that i'm already getting off work and now i have to go like explain to you my like this sounds weird but like it's so much easier when i am with somebody like the actor for example and he already understands everything that i'm going through he i don't have to explain anything he knows exactly what i'm talking about there are some minor things i had to explain to him but like so far he gets why i'm doing this he understands the story process he understands the creative process he understands the late nights all this kind of stuff i don't feel like i'm talking about work when i'm talking to somebody like him if i'm talking to the fucking like engineer about like film and screenwriting and all this stuff and explaining every little detail and they're like what's that i'm like you can't keep up with me yeah so therefore i'm now exhausted and i don't really want to tell you everything that's going on yeah it's just so much easier. Yeah. And I, is it lazy? Sure. I don't fucking care, though. Yeah, but like, you vibe more with those people yeah. than you do with maybe somebody who's in the science or My engineer. brain is yeah. so... I'm so right-brained. Like, mm-hmm. that's the creative side, correct? Yeah, yeah. right is creative, <laughs> left is... Yeah, I am so right-brained. Like, that's the household I was growing up in. My father is an artist. Yeah, your my, whole family's creative. Yeah, my mother is an entrepreneur. Like, we are all right-brained. And yeah. so, like... I mean, my mom, my mom got a little bit left brain in her, but like, yeah, I got a little both. <laughs> but like, we're just, I'm just so right brained. I, I do everything that's artistic. Like, mm-hmm. it's not in me to be with somebody who is so logic, numbers, everything mm-hmm. like that. Like, I did appreciate with the doctor that he was into literature and especially like certain types of like, you know, neoclassism romanticism like some old like timey shit loved it we vibed on hamilton we vibed on shakespeare like loved that yeah but that was like our root of commonality yeah that was it was it yeah he was a philosophy uh major in undergrad yeah and that's and that's and the part of him a fucking that phd yeah and that's the part of him that intrigued you. tell me how that's possible though don't know <laughs> Truly, wait, what? He didn't even do an undergrad. So like, okay, so like, side bit. Um, yeah, he. So when he was in high school, his counselor was like, "You're really fucking smart. Smart people go into biochemical engineering." Okay. Um, which is like 
I think that's what it is. Chemical engineering. Chemical engineering. Like, where you, like, legit, you're the one making the medicine. Yeah. Like, kind of shit. I think shit. you're right. I think it's biochemical. Um, I don't know. It's a hard... Something. Ass, it's hard. It's one of the hardest majors you can ever major in, apparently. Yeah. Um, hardest version of engineering ever. And he chose um, philosophy? He hated chemical engineering. I don't oh, know why. Gotcha. He just hated it. And he's like, I want to go to med school. It doesn't matter what fucking major you have to get into med school. Um, honestly, apparently pre-meds don't get into med school as much as like other majors do because they like the med schools had to have diversity in their undergrads. So weird. Yeah. So he did philosophy and I was like, what would you have done with that? <laughs> Not shit on philosophy majors, but like, what do you do with a philosophy degree? I mean, you could say the same thing about a fucking creative writing degree, honestly. <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> but, I mean, yeah, like, that was where our commonality, like, kind of ended. And you can support people when they're opposite, but you can only do so much, I think, when you don't understand their lifestyle. Yeah. I, I know you probably feel that way, especially as a musician and everything. Yeah. But I think, like, when it comes to, like, they have, like, quirky interests and, like, quirky, like, little hobbies... I think that's where you can thrive more instead of it being like a whole ass lifestyle because say like you like doing yoga mm-hmm. and like he's like nah man like I ain't into that like, yeah <laughs> like I'm trying to go hit some like you know some balls on the golf course something like that like that's where you can have like your own individuality and you have your own time that's why you have friends honestly like mm-hmm. you can go on your own little yoga retreat with like your coworkers he can go you know to the golf club area place course the golf course yes <laughs> I know sports. <laughs> See, that's another thing. I can never date a professional athlete. Oh, my God. I would embarrass myself oh, so quickly. I would quickly. hate that. I don't like sports that much. No. I'm, I'm not that kind of I like of girl. basketball, but, like, God, I would embarrass myself so Where you quickly. go hit golf, golf balls. <laughs> that place. The green. <laughs> like, I, I ain't trying to, I also just don't like guys who are, like, obsessed with sports so much because I'm, like, I don't, I don't want you to hear you to explain. Yeah hockey to me like i don't care i i truly don't care that enough (laughs) so no i agree though i feel like it's really good to have like similar things but then it's really important to have things that like you kind of just like do on your own that interests you because then then you're not like a unit you're not seen as a unit you're seen as two different people who can come together and be a successful unit exactly yeah i mean I honestly, I I think it's I think it's super attractive when like you can have a power couple and like you're in like the same like field at the same time like yeah low key like as a screenwriter director why I would love to date an actor because uh-huh. <laughs> like you should date an actor it makes like, sense power couple yeah. right there I'm just saying <laughs> just saying like you could go really far like. I could write all the movies you know there we go bada I mean, bing, bada happen- boom. I mean it happens in like you know the real famous world a real famous world in the real famous world <laughs> I have to separate that from my world because i'm not in that world <laughs> but like i mean like judd apatow and like less yes, man yeah. like power couple right there writer director There's producer so many of them and they're fabulous yeah she's an actress he's a writer producer director like it's perfect and, and it's like you want to be in you want to be in this he cast her everything timber and casted mm-hmm. um fucking helen bottom carter in all his fucking movies yep. There you go. You get a built-in person. You always have a job. Exactly. Like, you, <laughs> you always, always have, have someone to... who's able to work for you. Exactly. Like, <laughs> like, you know, it's like you either work with me or, like, you can get a divorce. 
<laughs> so if you date Emily, you must work with her. <laughs> I'm just kidding. <laughs> no, like, I think it's easy. Like, when you're talking about the arts and creative, like, naturally, like, if I'm dating somebody who is artistic with me, they're going to somehow become my muse in a way. Yeah. And I know that you definitely can relate to that and you understand that for sure. Yeah. That's something that I think that is irreplaceable when you find that. And it just makes you want to, I guess it's just like, it strives you to do better in your own job and in your own interests, in your own field. And I think that that is great. And that's something that I personally like look for is somebody who does inspire me and pushes me to go farther because sometimes I do need that push, especially as an artist, I think. Yeah, definitely. And, and to have somebody that's going to be that push for you too, not always because that's a lot to ask of somebody, but like, yeah, like, but to just like have someone who actually truly supports you is like and they so get refreshing it. and they get it. Yeah. And they get it. So, but what, what, what would you say? What would you say for advice if you're dating somebody and like, you're not into like what they're doing how do you approach that (laughs) you just talk about it you just confront it in a in a very kind manner you've done that (laughs) yeah like yeah you have to i think what you have to do is you have to step back and you have to say okay is this relationship something that like is worth Mm -hmm. making compromise as far as like interests and hobbies doing things that you might not like to do like is this something that you see like a true future with Mm -hmm. like take out the part the fact that you love this person if you didn't love this person like would you would you spend time with them that's a good that's a good way to phrase it which is like a really really hard thing to do because of course you're gonna say yes because i love them like i love them but if you really sit back and you're like okay be friends with this person if i didn't love this person if it was not romantic like would i be friends with this person do we have the same interests? Do we have the same hobbies? Do we have the same views on life? Like, do would we mesh? If the answer is no, then I think you have to decide like, okay, well, is like our love, like, is it going to be enough to withstand this for the rest mm-hmm. of, you know, my time here? Or like, you know, is there something out there that I think would mesh with me better? And I think- Benefit you more, yeah. I think I did that in my last relationship and it was the hardest question I've ever had to answer in my entire life yeah. because- like I'd been with this person for so long and I truly love loved him and I still love him. Like I will always love him. And yeah. and so it was really hard for me to sit back and be like, you know, outside of our relationship, we have nothing in common. Like I don't know. Like if we had not met where we met, like there's no way we would have like been friends or even yeah. like we were not in the same circles. We didn't hang out with the same people. We had no similar interests. Like it's hard. It's hard to to answer that question I guess because it's like I think it just depends on the person in the relationship and whether or not like the love is more Mm -hmm. for them or if you know because I mean like in a relationship like it's not always lovey-dovey it's not always that honeymoon phase like there's there's parts of it where like you might not be feeling lovey but like you still want to like hang out and like go bowling or like (laughs) or like do whatever you do yeah like like you get along like personality you have like similar interests in that sense where like your personalities click like they should be your best friend and they make you laugh and things like that but like outside of that like how are you like working together like Mm -hmm. is your conversations that you're having the only root and foundation of this relationship is that you like i have to think about sometimes like one reason why i personally like musicians is because i love music and i love going to concerts yeah dating musician would be supreme for me because 
I get to go to all their concerts backstage, like, like listening to music. I love that. Yeah. Like I love going to concerts. I love being backstage. I love doing concert photography. Like that's why I've always liked them. I like. I mean, always love for a song to be written about me. Like, like I want to be up on stage and sung to. I like. like all I make all of your music videos. So mm-hmm. I love making music videos. So like that's why I always liked them. And just like I hope that the person I would date, like I would like their music. And that's always hard when I don't like their music. Yeah, because then it's like oof. <laughs> if I had to put on another facade for another white boy and pretend like it's music i'm gonna die but <laughs> it's why a lot of my friends are musicians just because i i think it's cool i can't play an instrument so i'm jealous like i wish i could mm-hmm. and i think that that's where like that compatibility like the comparableness comes into play yeah. but like i ain't trying to date somebody who likes going hunting and fishing like i like waking up to go like take sunset and sunrise pictures yeah. not go hunt a deer and kill yeah. and you know i ain't trying to do that so yeah, no. not especially here in north carolina but <laughs> i think that you just have to like weigh in like if it's kind of like a red flag or a deal breaker yeah. in a way like it's it is this interest that they have that much of a deal breaker for you that it's going to end the relationship mm-hmm. because if it's something that they're like kind of forcing you to kind of like yeah it's just i feel like it's not gonna make you like it or if it's something that like consumes them yeah like i feel like like an obsession like an obsession Mm -hmm. where it's not maybe like their lifestyle like for us like music or film you know that's more like a lifestyle thing and like Mm -hmm. something we want to pursue and that be our career Mm -hmm. versus like somebody who like like my boyfriend plays video games but he doesn't play them to a point where i'm like concerned that that's gonna like overtake him and like i'm never gonna see him kind of thing but like the guy that i dated previously loved like always was working on cars and like it it like impacted our time to like spend together and so that's when i was like "Mm, this is something that like i don't know if i can deal with for like a very long time yeah so um i think that's kind of when you have to like sit and kind of analyze like the situation if it's something that you can put up with and like they do it occasionally and then you can go like shopping or do your thing or whatever it's like if you like going camping i like camping you go do that (laughs) on your own (laughs) without you want to take a weekend away from me by all means, I'll go get my nails done. I'll go get my hair done. I'll get a massage. We can go glamping. I will. Mm, I was a Girl Scout. Girl Scouts ruined camping for me. Really? Like, I would love to have a Gal Scout glamping retreat. In, like, air-conditioned Airbnb yes, houses. air-conditioning <laughs> with, like, beds and, like, insect repellent and, like... Air-conditioning and showers. A campfire over a diptyque candle. Like, Making s'mores in the oven. Exactly. That's what I'm going for. I am not trying to pitch a tent in the middle of the bumfuck nowhere um, and, like, get eaten to death by mosquitoes. I have O-positive blood. They will eat me the O-positive fuck up. Blood. <laughs> All right, so Emily's not camping, so if you camp, you're going to have to do it, it by yourself. Do it on your own. I think that's a good point, though, too. Like, I think we might have said this earlier in the episode, but, like, taking the time to, like, do your own things. Like, yeah. if, if he wants to go camping for the weekend and you're fine with it, More sure. More power to you. I know you ain't going to be with any other bitch. You're going to be alone in the woods with some bear. <laughs> Nobody like, went to the campground with you. <laughs> like, if you do, blessed be, you, you go be with You guys her. are meant for each other. Exactly. Then, thank you. Because I ain't your bitch. But, like, the minute you start pressuring me to do these activities with you, I'm, like, I can't. Like, I will do it with you probably, like, 
maybe like once. Once if I'm in love twice. with you, I will I will try my hardest to yes. show interest and join you. If I love you, I will do my best. But the moment you start pressuring me and like guilt tripping me to do yeah. it, I'm not doing it. That's because what, now I feel bad. And when, now you're like mm-hmm. I, I, all I'm thinking about is how I don't want to be here and like I'm enforcing the situation and yeah. that's all I think about. Yeah, when they make you feel bad because you don't want to come with them or like you're do not taking something up with an them. interest in my life, like I'm taking interest in your life. You just have things that I don't like. Like my parents have completely different interests. My dad loves, you know, like art, building furniture, yeah, things like that. He also likes going hunting. We live in North Carolina. Fucking lie. Everybody likes to hunt in North Carolina. Yeah, <laughs> my mom, she ain't got an interest in any of that yeah she's no she's like let me be with my fashion let me go on my little like vacates with my daughter go to the nail salon do all that kind of stuff like she's not about that life she's like oh i'll go on a wine tour that's my outdoor activity yeah. for the day yeah yeah <laughs> but they have commonality they like going to wine tours together they like they like, they like the wine <laughs> like my mom ain't gonna go sit in a fucking tree at 5 a.m like can you see to Teresa? be honest what girl is <laughs> there's some out there i know there's, there's some the broad out girls there. right huh is that what the bra girl would be like they'd be the one that would go hunting that's like the southern bra okay <laughs> oh we have a subcategory of the bra that girls is, all right that ladies. is camo bra that is southern bra no yeah. i know i know they do but i just that's not for me i don't want to go hunting mm-hmm. like i said i want to no. go watch but the sunrise like, and that's it <laughs> but like the exact opposite imagine dating someone like that dating a vegan that ain't gonna work sweetie <laughs> I could not date someone who had like a strict diet. No, like, I couldn't. I either. could not do it. I have such a healthy relationship with food now that like I would not enjoy that. Also, like <laughs> food is like community and bringing people together. Also, I, and like, I like shrimp cheese. and Chick Fil A. <laughs> I <said> shrimp, <laughs> some cheese. I like Chick Fil A. Yeah, I love fried chicken. Mm-hmm. I love mac and cheese. We like are going to get pizza after this. Like, I love we lobster. Love a treat yourself. Like, do I like a steak every now and then? Yes. Do I eat beef? No, no. but that's because yeah. my cholesterol. <laughs> yeah, but like knowing these things about people, and I guess that can kind of tie into like religion and politics and like yeah. whether or not you want to be married. Like for me, like like I'll put it out there, like I could not date somebody who is a Trump supporter. Like I cannot date somebody who is very conservative in that respect because that just does not align with my beliefs and – it's just something where, like, I feel like with the political climate that there is nowadays, like, it's so radical that, like, I just need somebody who believes in the same things I do and the same morals mm-hmm. because it's just, I can't date somebody who is against the Black Lives Matter movement. I can't date somebody who is homophobic or anything like that. Like, that's just, like, I am such an ally and such an activist in those areas of my life that, like, if you are against that, we are never going to get along and I will never see a common ground with you. So I need somebody who is a supporter of all those movements and yeah. who will, you know, I fucking go to protest. Like I need somebody who will go to a protest well, it, with it me. It just wouldn't make sense as far as like raising kids exactly. and like doing all of that. If you're completely on opposite ends, like you need to at least have some sort of discussion where you can determine where your beliefs lie. Yeah. And then I know, no, that's, those are at least for me, they're super uncomfortable. I hate those kind of conversations, but like, like, me and my boyfriend have had them, and we kind of know where each other stands. But, yeah, I think it comes down to, like, when you when you love somebody, you should respect what they believe. But you also should make sure that your morals and your values do line up at the same time. Because, yeah. I mean, when you think about marriage, like, if I'm dating somebody who doesn't believe in marriage, like, we ain't going to work out. Yeah. Like, or, like, doesn't want to have kids. Like, like sorry. Like I said, there's only one person in this entire world that I would give up the idea of marriage for, and that's Zac Efron. Um <laughs> 
And unless you're Zac Efron, I'm sorry, dude. Like, you got to believe in the sanctity of marriage. <laughs> like, yeah. Yeah. No, I think I think the respect piece is really important because I think the climate that we live in today, like there's there's just not respect. And I just think it's really important when you're in a relationship to one, figure out like, do you line up with this person? Are there areas where you might have flexibility? Are there areas where you might not? And then if you really love this person and you're okay with the things that you've already established, then like respecting what they believe and what they think because nobody is going to line up with you perfectly. Like that's just not um, something that you should think is going to happen because, I mean, you might find your person that's like does and says everything that you think and do and whatever like I I just feel like that's like a one in a million kind of thing whereas like most of the time when I do date somebody like there's there are things that we don't agree on and that's like part of it like it just like I don't agree with everything that you agree with you don't agree with everything I agree with but we're still best friends and like there's just a level of like respect like you said so like just keep that in mind too yeah (laughs) Uh, I think like you know it comes down to communicating like yeah. you said and just i guess kind of like picking like what battles are worth it in a relationship like if it's something like you don't think it's ever going to really come up that much or you know that you're going to have to sacrifice what you believe in order to make them feel comfortable mm-hmm. i think that's when it comes down to play and that's when it matters yeah. like if I feel like I had to give up something that I believe in order to make you feel comfortable and in order to, like, make this work, that's not healthy. That's toxic. Mm-hmm. Um, I shouldn't have to belittle myself in order to for you to love me Yeah, in a way. And I think, too, like, you'll know in, yeah. in your relationship if, like, you feel like, like, like whenever, I don't know, somebody puts you down for something that you believe, like, you're going to know and you're going to feel uncomfortable and you're going to be like, hmm red flag like this is probably not something that i'm gonna like put up with yeah so and like you can ignore as long as you want to Mm -hmm. but like it's eventually gonna surface and it's just like okay like every time it surfaces i'm feeling triggered yeah this is not good and so i think it all comes down to like a deal breaker moment where it's just like yes we are opposite on this certain thing is that going to be the end all? Is this the ship we are going to sink? Is this, <laughs> is the, this the Titanic? Like, is this what we're going to die? Is this the hill we're going to die on? Yeah. Like, and then making sure that is it. Because, I mean, there's times where, like, you are naturally going to have arguments. Yeah, no matter sure. what it is. Just making sure, like, okay, is this worth it? Yeah. Like, is this worth it? Are we going to twerk it? Yeah. You know? <laughs> Yeah, definitely. No, I definitely agree. And, like, people grow, too, and people grow in different areas, too. So, like, keeping that in mind as well. Like, you might be opposite, but your person might, like, come to your side on a topic. But don't go with the aspect that you want to fix them or change them from experience. We both did that. Mm, Look at how that worked out. (laughs) It's fine. It's fine. (laughs) But, I mean, I think that I am very appreciative of people who are upfront, honest with you know certain things like that and it's just like like tell me how it is tell me up front like if i found out years down the line like you like have like a a foot fetish i don't know what's gonna happen my dude like i'm gonna feel are you gonna massage my feet like because we can talk about it (laughs) (laughs) like like, it might be okay (laughs) but like if i find out one of your secrets down the line i'm just like who i've been dating who are you? This <laughs> is a whole new person. You're yeah. really Hannah Montana? What? What? She's trying to resurrect that, by the way, apparently. <laughs> so, like, I just think that you have to just be open and honest all the time. And I think that sometimes people, like, are afraid to be like, okay, this is my beliefs. 
this is what I like. This is what I have an interest in. Now, if you have an interest in furries or, like, any, like, thing like that, like, people okay. who dress up, like, as, like, mascots, like, for oh, fun. Oh, okay. All right. Like. That seems hot. <laughs> <laughs> but, like, I'm not trying to fuck with that. Like, not really. You it. don't not, want, like, Minnie Mouse to walk up in here? <laughs> I have a fear of that. <laughs> I don't like mascots. Oh, my gosh. I'm so sorry. You like, just, like, erase that from your, from your like, like, image. The Easter Bunny? Oh, my God. Traumatizes a child. Like, <laughs> I would kill to see your Easter Bunny pictures. <laughs> crying. My mom had to walk me backwards to get into his lap because I wouldn't stop crying. Aww. <laughs> No wonder like, you don't like mascots. So, like, if you dress up as the Easter Bunny, like, I ain't gonna like, think we're good. Um, I thought you meant, like, like onesies, like, fuzzy. Oh, like, no, bitch. No. <laughs> I was like, what the heck is she talking about? Um, beekeepers. I don't fuck with y'all either. Like, Somehow I got on beekeeping TikTok, and, I, and I'm not here for it. I hate it. Like, if you are the kind of person, this is how I know that we will not get along, and maybe I'm about to alienate a lot of y'all. Oh, okay. Are you going to alienate me? Alienate me? Probably. <laughs> if you're the kind of person where it's like, oh no, like I'll just take the bug outside instead of killing it. <laughs> we ain't gonna get along. Oh my gosh, I've done that. <laughs> oh my god, no. <laughs> what is like a daddy long leg? Like they don't deserve to die. Bitch, they die in my house. <laughs> like we are killing them. I had a spider on my fry. He landed on my frying pan. Put a lid on that shit. And <laughs> Mostly I do that for the stink bugs, because when you kill them, they, like, let out that, like, smell. I like, don't cockroaches like cockroaches do not deserve to live. Yeah, cockroaches can go, like, <laughs> they can into choke. a dark hole. <laughs> they are so disgusting. They can choke. Like, well, speaking of pets, like, I feel like the biggest question, like, that I want to know is, like, what if you don't like their pet? Listen. Listen. If you got a cat, we ain't dating point blank they will kill me and that's not just like oh like she hates cats like no for real i'm deathly allergic mm-hmm. the only way i will ever be able to come over to your house is if you get completely new carpet um or bedding or couches like all the fabric in your house has to be completely replaced or like thoroughly cleaned by stanley steamer um like we ain't fucking with that so like if you were dating and halfway through you're like i think i'm gonna get a cat i'm like okay well this is okay the end this, of us. Is it. Bye. this is it bye <laughs> it's me or the cat bitch and <laughs> please don't abandon the cat because like there's enough stray cats in the world like we don't need any more um they are like i love animals but like uh, not a cat no i don't i am well i'm slightly allergic like my eyes water I'm definitely i will die not anywhere my near throat yours. will close up yeah. and i will die but that i just my don't like cats yeah and that's fine they love me yes especially our my friend jen's cat <laughs> her cats like we're like you had a stare down with her cat, mm-hmm. literally full on. I think it's because I don't mess with them. I don't mess with you. Were his captivation of the week? <gasps> <laughs> You're welcome, sir. You're welcome. <laughs> but like, but like, dogs? I just don't, oh, love you dogs. You could buy any kind of dog. Preferably have, big dogs. Okay, if you want to know a quick way to win my heart, really quickly, um, buy a corgi. Not the Norwegian corgi with the long tail. Buy the um, Pembroke Welsh corgi. I'm the one with the little nub. And name him Waffles. And I will fall in love with you. No cap. <laughs> I will fall in love with you with your dog. You are just the, like, secondary My, gift. I saw a TikTok once where there was, like, this guy. He proposed to his girlfriend, like, in the corgi. Like, had the ring on his collar. And she was crying. And I'm like, if that happened to me... I don't know why I'd be crying ever more. The marriage or the corgi? Probably the corgi. The corgi. Probably the corgi. Honestly, <laughs> like I lose my shit when I see corgis. I'm like, oh my goodness. 
I just love dogs. I love dogs. Um, preferably small dogs because I'm I'm small, and so big dogs scare me sometimes. Um, Great Danes terrifying, absolutely terrifying. Adorable. I would love a Great Dane. I'd love any kind of big dog. Adorable, but like will ten out of ten tackle me and like. I will fall to the ground. That's happened many times. It happened to me as a child. It scarred me for life. <laughs> I was like five years old. This huge ass dog, I think it was a Doberman, came up to me, licked me, and I fell to the ground crying. And yes, it, I've been haunted ever since. It's, wow. That's <laughs> why I have a wow. five pound Yorkie. <laughs> nice. <laughs> so, wow. But yeah, fact. I think it just comes down to like communicating about all, all all things i do want to say one of the most important opposites i think that you should have is probably like childhood trauma okay i think having similar trauma and having that trauma bond is very toxic um you're only going to fall into a more toxic like situation and uh you're only going to be able to fix it by using the same toxic like this like, so is just a toxic cycle like yeah. i don't have i don't know how to phrase it but like i've learned so much recently about trauma bonding and how like it's just when you fall into the same scenario over and over again um yeah no don't do that like you think you love bad boys you don't you just like the comfort of being hurt because you've always been hurt um go find a good guy go find a nice guy they're out there i promise um i haven't found them yet but i have faith <laughs> They're coming. They're gonna come out. They're out there somewhere because I've seen bitches get married like all the time. Like even in quarantine, I've seen bitches get proposed to. So they out there. They may be part of the simulation uh, and be non-playable characters, but we never know. We'll we'll find them. I promise. (laughs) Join me on this quest. (laughs) (laughs) Let's get our treasure map. first stop chick-fil-a <laughs> honestly if you met your husband at chick-fil-a like that would just it feels be weird. honestly um the chick-fil-a nearby there was this guy who used to work there he was dropped dead gorgeous um he was very married though um oh, christian man very nice um <laughs> beautiful would do anything for him but um he loved god and he loved chicken so there and his wife <laughs> so, so there you go in that order <laughs> Uh, so yeah, I think that's it for our opposites episode. I know that one was all over the place. A little tangent, tangent. Hey, but those are the best ones. Is that a word? <laughs> Tangents, words. Um, I like people who have the thoruses. I know. After our uh, past episode, when Chelsea was using some big words, I was like, uh, I'm gonna have to go look yeah. this up. Uh, so yeah, that has been our episode. I think for our survival tip, it's knowing, like we said, which hills you should die on when it comes to being opposite from your partner and knowing which ones you cannot, um, let slide past you and just being open and honest with communication, like we always say. And so that does it for today's episode of The Gals Guide. Make sure to follow us on Instagram at The Gals Guide Pod. Also like us on Facebook at The Gals Guide and become a Gal Scout in our Facebook community. You can also hit us up on our website, thegalsguidepod.com, and our personal social media, which we will link in the show notes. Also, please leave us a review on iTunes. It really does help us out. So thanks for listening, gals, and we hope you come back for our next journey. At Parker, our purpose is simple. We want to make the world a better place. By working more efficiently, by using more sustainable practices, by developing better technologies, we keep moving forward. With each new idea, innovation, 
and partnership, we're one step closer to fulfilling our purpose every single day. To find out more, visit parker.com slash purpose. Parker, engineering your success.